So I'm sorry I missed last night, but let's restart. Let's restart the Gemara. Let's restart the Gemara. Five lines from the bottom of Nunamad Beis. So the Gemara says on Nunamad Beis, about five lines from the bottom. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read through the whole sugya now, which is about a 10-line sugya, 12-line sugya, 15-line sugya. And then, and then, and then, at the end of the sugya, we'll go through the mafarshim, the rishayim, the psak, the mishabura, because a gemara in the end of the sugya is heavily referenced. So even though we're really arguing on a, on a line we're about to do right now, one of these svaras or two of the svaras we're going to say in the end of the sugya is very important. So let's read through. I sound like it's a three-blot sugya that we're going to do this to. Let's read the whole Gemara. And then we'll come back and talk about the psak based on what we've seen. Says the Gemara, five, six lines from the bottom of Nunam Abayz. Omar Rev Yehuda. Says Rev Yehuda. Like we said, on Sunday night, unfortunately, a circumstance that we've all been in, shokach, if a person forgot to make a bracha, and he put food in his mouth, without a bracha. So, the Gemara says, move the food to one side of your mouth and make a bracha. Says the Gemara, okay, that's what Rav Yehuda, the Amira, said to do. Actually, there are three Brises on the matter, one of which agrees with Rav Yehuda. So Rav says, well, Tanya Chode, we learned in one Brisa, Bailen, swallow the food. If you have food in your mouth and you didn't make a bracha, swallow it. Now, we started discussing, we'll just bring it up, we'll get back on the Gemara, swallow it and then what? Swallow it and then say, whoops. Or swallow it and then make a brach. That we have to discuss. So one opinion is boilum, swallow it. Vitanya idach, we learned in another brisa, polten, spit it out. And vitanya idach, and yet we learned in a third brisa, Misalkin, which is where Yehuda said, put it to the side of your mouth. So we have three options, not three options, three opinions, what to do. Number one, spit it out. Number two, swallow it. Number three, move it to the side of your mouth. To which the Gemara says, like kasha. These three brises are not a stira by any means. These three brises are actually dependent on what kind of food you ate. The one that says swallow it, is going by a drink. The one that we learned spit it out is something that will not be disgusting. So for instance, let's say you have a hard candy in your mouth. So you, you pop it in your mouth, and then when it's in your mouth, right, one of these things, you, you pop it in your mouth, and then you realize, whoops, I forgot to make a bracha, no problem, take it out. 
and put it back in. Simple enough. So that's why we said it first. This is the obvious best Eitzah because it involves no evidence. It involves no compromises. It involves no, okay, take it out, make a bracha, and start again. Simple enough. In something that doesn't become meas, we're not talking about getting canker sores or anything like that, but something that the food doesn't become meas, fine, if the food doesn't become meas, take it out, make a bracha, start again. There's no bidiyavitz. The one that said, put it to the side of your mouth, so already, that's a bidiyavit. What the bidiyavit is, we'll see in a minute. That's bimidi demimis, something that's disgusting. So for instance, let's say you ate lunch, a piece of chicken. You ate lunch, a piece of chicken. And you, you take a bite from the chicken and you chew it up. Oops, I forgot to make a bro. At this point, taking it out and putting it back in your mouth is not an option. It's disgusting, mimis. You don't want to look at that chicken after you've chewed it up. And you definitely don't want to put it back in your mouth after you chewed it up. So, the best eight to take it out and start again, cross off the list. Not, not an option. Not an option. To eat it without making any bracha, that's obviously very, very, very bidiyavit. Okay, so put it to the side of your mouth. It's in the middle. And finally... Well, we didn't even get to we didn't even get to the last one. So the Gemara asks, one second. If putting it to the side of your mouth is an option at all, then why did I have to take out the candy from my mouth in the first case? It's not that nice, especially if you haven't washed your hands recently. It's not so good to take food out of your mouth and put it back in. You hear your wife telling that to your kids when they take the gum out of their mouth and put it back in. Right? So Mar says, Bimidi delay mimis. Even something that doesn't get disgusting. If that's an option, why can't you put anything to the side of your mouth and make a bracha? Valivrach and make the bracha. Says the Gemara, no, that's not great because Tirgamar Yitzchak Kaskisoy. Rabbiitzchal Kaskisa once explained, Kamit Rabbi Yisabarov, Mishmed Rabbi Yechanon, Mishem Shenemar, Valsashtet, and Pasik, Yemale Pisahila Secha. Your mouth should be, your mouth should be full of Hashem's praise. And when you have something in your mouth, you're incapable of having your mouth full of Hashem's praise. You have your mouth 50% of Hashem's praise and 50% with chicken. So this settles the three options. The first thing that you spit it out was a drink. I don't know if I read it inside. How the tiny When you swallowed it, it's a drink. A drink you can't effectively put to the side of your mouth, and you definitely can't spit out. You know, let's assume there's no cup there. You definitely can't spit out and drink up again. So by a drink, you're going to have to go to the least favorable option, the worst option, spit out, sorry, spit out and swallow, and, and, and spit out. The best option is to take it out and make another bracha, which if it's possible, do that. The middle option is to put it to the side of your mouth. Why is it not great? Because you don't do yamalipisi lasecha. 
Okay. Now. Why can't you just spit out the water? Because there is none. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. You know, in, in those days, every water involved somebody, you know, it, it's not present. The, the, the Traeger is not here anymore. Shit. That means the water carrier. <laughs> Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. Boy, me name the Astrobchista. Now, it's not clear if this is the same Shiloh or another Shiloh. Says the Gemara. Let's say somebody ate or drank and didn't make a bracha. Could he make a bracha es post facto? Could he make a bracha afterwards? Right? Says Rashi. Can you make a bracha afterwards? You didn't do it. You didn't make a bracha. Now, Rabbi Sam, we're going to talk about this again. Pashtus, the way Rashi seems to say, Marshal says, come on, Rashi can't mean what he says, just for a disclaimer. But the way Rashi seems to say, this is not the same sugya. For the first 10 minutes of tonight, you were talking about a guy who remembered while he was still eating what to do. This is a guy who finished. You sat down, you ate what you ate, you finished, you're about to walk away. I didn't make a bracha. Can I make a bracha afterwards? Can I make a bracha afterwards? Brachas to thank Hashem. I feel bad I didn't. Can I thank afterwards? To which the Gemara says... You didn't make a bracha. After there's no food left, making a bracha now is a bracha of atala. So not only are you not fixing your old mistake, are you not taking care of the mess up, you're causing a whole new separate problem. Make a bracha for you? No, a bracha rishayna as post facto. Why can't you make a bracha for you? Let's we'll talk about this soon. Why wouldn't so, you be able to make a bracha for Okay, so so the Mugan of Rum raises the issue. The Mugan of Rum says, first we have to discuss what you do about the Bracha Rishayim. Once we decide Bracha Rishayim, Mugan of Rum says you end up in a weird situation. You end up making a Bracha Rishayim and a Chreina with nothing in between. Is that okay? It's like a weird situation that you never had. So let, let's discuss. That's the Mugan of Rum's don't make a bracha rishona, then it's not weird. Right, right. If you don't make, right, right. So, so that's why we need to do this in order. We need to first get a psak about what you do about bracha rishona, and then we can talk about bracha rishona. But right now, we're talking about bracha rishona. So the Gemara says, two wrongs don't make a right. Amalahu. So, so they, he, they, he told them. Amalahu, he told them. Misha achal shum. A guy who ate garlic. Verechai noidif, and he stinks. So what do you do to fix your problem? Double down, eat more garlic? You, you're making more problems. You, you made one bad. You ate without a bracha. So, oh, to fix one bad, you're going to do another bad. You're going to do the terrible aver of bracha levatala. shum. He should eat more garlic. So he smells more? 
So, in Gemara number two tonight, Gemara number one was, if you remember, in the middle of eating. Gemara number two, opinion one, is no. No. If you didn't make a bracha before you ate, it is not a smart thing. It's not an option to make a bracha rishayna after you ate. Amar Ravina. Ravina says no. I believe that you could make a bracha rishayna after you ate. Hilkach. Now this hilkach is a yeshivish hilkach. He's saying because based on what I'm about to say. You ever yeshiva should got to talk because and what he's about to say is the because he's giving for before but he's saying because of what he's about to say. So Ravina said, Amar Ravina, Hilkach, because of what I'm about to say, yes, Afilugomar Sudasa, even when you finished your meal, Yagzer Yuvarech, you should make a Brachari Shaina after your meal. So again, we've had two issues tonight, two sugis we're dealing with. The first sugis, if a guy remembers that he can make a bracha in the middle of his eating, we have three options. The second sugya is discussing if a guy remembers he didn't make a bracha after he finished eating, about which the first opinion said, no, you messed up, Quit while you're ahead. Don't, don't, don't try anything stupid. Just stop. Ravina says, no. Make a bracha after you eat, and I'm going to prove it to you from another instance. Titania, we learned in a bride, says follows. If a guy's a balkari, and he went to the mikveh, toval, so in the olden days, if you needed to go to a mikveh, you would make a bracha. For instance, women, when they go to the mikveh, they make a bracha because it's a chiv to go to the mikveh. It's a mitzvah. So in the olden days, if a man needed to go to the mikveh, he would make a bracha. When do you make that bracha? Taval, you go to the mikveh. V'Allah, when you come out of the mikveh, you make the berchas ha-mitzvah. V'Allah, Omar, Bali Yosef, Baruch HaTashem, Al-Hatavila. So says Ravina, this is the Hilkach. Says Ravina, since when it comes to tevila, we see that making a bracha after you finish the act is fine. Ravina says so too. Of course, you should make a bracha before you go. But if you didn't, making a bracha after the act is fine, like we see by a mikvah. It's not a relasiyasa. It's not a rasiyasa. What's the connection over here? You're making rasa after tefillah because you have to. Oh, so says the Gemara. Bad comparison. Velayhi. Bad comparison. Hasam may kara gavra lechazi. There, he was unfit to make a bracha before he went to the mikvah, which is why he's going to the mikvah to make himself able to make brachas. Here. Here, the man was fit to make a bracha at first. The man should have made a bracha first. You should have made a shahakal before you ate this food. You should have made a bracha before you ate it, and you didn't. Here, he was able and fit to make the bracha. And since he got pushed off, meaning he didn't do the bracha, 
you don't make the bracha. So we reject Ravina's raya. So you're saying it's a bad solution between Berchus and Berchus Mitzvah. Yeah, that's talked about, but but it's not a natural fit. But there's just as much a chiv to make a bracha before you do a mitzvah as there is before you eat food. Now. You don't like the tzushta between carry and food. That I hear, that's the Gemara's dichoy. But otherwise, on the like from the outset, it sounds like a good tzushta. Yeah, but it's carry. Right, it's a little sure because if he wasn't got a chazik make a bracha before the mitzvah, a lot of people make, you make brachas on that and you are about carry. It's not the, it's not a shayla. So, so Ra- that Rashi says about Kriya Nasser with the very Tyra. Right, so bracha's not a problem. I'm saying, but Lamaisa, like, like a woman nowadays, why did she not do it before she goes in the mikvah? So, so the, nowadays, what women do is they, they tunk three times, and in between time two and time three, they make the bracha. Um, that's not good because you have to be saymach that the water covers you yeah, up but, for clothing. What's the Isra making a bracha to begin with? They make all of the brachas while they're in Correct. But, but the more tahar you are going to make the bracha, the more tahar your bracha is. Yeah, but this, yeah, but the whole act is to, to become tar. Well, that's, anyone, it's not a tushtal to carry, but... No, I'm saying for need, he's saying they, they can make brachas while they're... Yeah, they're right. Need, but this is yeah, you're right, you're, you're right. There's no, there's no, there's no need, but that, that's what they do. Um, hey, Rashi's, Rashi's bringing down the Gemara from the Mishnah and the Mishnah and the Mishnah. Right, right. So Rashi, yeah, Rashi's learning that this going, this, the problem is the Gemara didn't come out of the Maskana like that. The Gemara came out of the Maskana, yeah, what was the mission? What was the mission talking about over there? Just talking about learning over there. Yeah, but it's no, it's and brachas. Brachas. Yeah, Kriyashma, Berchus Kriyashma, Berchus Kriyashma. You don't say. Yeah, but I'm saying everybody carries still made brachas before they eat. That's because really? Did they not? I don't know. We, they, had, they weren't allowed to eat. It says, it says they bench, but they didn't make a bracha rishayna. Could they have found another case to compare it to? It's, well, it says they bench and didn't make a bracha rishayna. Benching is their isa. Barrett's right. What about finding another case instead of Tzvila to compare it to? Find the Mishnah, it says it, I'll take it. I don't know, there'll be a lot of Mitzvahs where we... Uh, make a bracha afterwards? Yeah. Uh, we can't make one now. Uh, maybe Tzvila to get Tzvila? Yeah, but... Yeah. You don't have a Mishnah, you make a bracha after Tzvila to die. Huh? Thunder and lightning. So, so Berchas Hashabach, he's mad about the tushta between Berchas Hanen and, and Berchas Hamitzvus. Berchas Hashabach, like, no, not yet. Yeah, okay. So we have two sugis and and one answer. So now, like this, the second sugya definitely supersedes the first sugya. If, for instance, you paskin like Ravina that you can make a bracha after you finished eating, <coughs> then you don't even need to talk about the first sugya, whether or not you can make a bracha, if you remember, while you're eating. So the second sugya is past the first sugya. So if you pass in the second sugya, that, no, you're crazy, you can't make a bracha after you eat, then we still have to talk about the first sugya. How about during when you eat? If you pass it, the second sugya, it's all good. So let's go back to the first sugya. It says if you drank a drink, you can't spit it out, you can't put it to one side of your mouth. 
What do you do? You swallow it. And then what? So, so it depends. Rabbi Hanano says it, and then that's it. You're just wrong. You drank. You didn't do anything. There's nothing you can do about it. The Rosh says, no. You could make a bracha after you swallow it. And it's not even as bad as the second sugya. Because the second sugya is when you didn't even remember till after you finished. The first sugya, at least you remembered while you were still eating it. And the Rajba says, I don't care about any of this. We paskin, like Ravina, that you can make a bracha after you finish eating anyway. So we have psakim all across the spectrum. Rabbeinu Hanano says, even if you remember during while you eat, you swallow it and you don't make a bracha. The Rosh says, if you remember during and you swallow it, then you can make a bracha. The Rajba says, the second sugya, make a bracha after you finish, I don't mind. Okay, how do we paskin? The Mechaber, the Shulchan Aruch, paskins, no bracha. Even if you remember during while you're eating, he passed like a ben The Ramah, who I think we're all Ashkenazim, the Ramah paskins, you can make a bracha even afterwards. The Mishabura says, don't do that. The Mishabura says not to go like the, not to go like the Ramah. Mm-hmm. Very, very interesting, rare, rare case. In Kuf Ayin Bey's Aleph, if you're interested in looking it up. The Mishabura says, don't do that. If you paskin, like the Ramah, there's definitely, you're a good Jew if you go like the Ramah. If you go like the Ramah, so you make a bracha rishayna after you eat. The Magan Avram discusses, and then what? So let's say you go like the Ramah, you're an Ashkenazi Shayid, you go like the Ramah, you sit down, I mean, this is, unfortunately, this is massively halacha You sit down, it's the middle of the day, you're hungry, you go, you take an apple, and you, you eat the apple. You're thirsty, you go to the water cooler, you take a cup of water. Whoops, I forgot to make a brach. Okay, you look up to Ramah, the Ramah says, make a brach afterwards. We pass in like Ravina. Forget if you made it, remembered in the middle, then of course you make a brach afterwards. That's the rush already. Go like the Rajbi, pass on the Karvini, you can make a bracha after you finish eating. So you go like the Ramah. For whatever reason, you don't know about the Mishabur. You go like the Ramah, fine thing to do. Says the Magan Ram, then what? So let's go to the case of the apple. You eat an apple, you forgot to make a bracha. Oh yeah, I forgot to make a bracha. You look it up. The Ramah paskins, Baruch HaTashem, Kenamachem, Bari Pre'ets. Okay, now I finish my apple. Do I then go make a Bernafashis immediately after my heights? The Ramah says, uh, the, the Magan Avram says, you never find such a circumstance, such a, such a situation. Do you make a bracha rishen and a bracha achrena straight without anything in the middle? On the other hand, like you guys asked, why not? You, you owe a bracha rishen. And I was like, let's say you skip a mortgage payment. So you pay two months. <laughs> like, ah, it's weird. So You're paying two months in a row. Too bad. Right. That's what happens when you miss something. You miss something, you pay the makeup, and then you pay the next month. Ah, it's not the requisite 30 days in between. No. So you pay two things in a row. What's On the other hand, it's weird. The, the, the bracha is only because you're not making a bracha, but if you thank God, now you have to do it again. So Magad Avram doesn't know what to do. So Magad Avram says as follows. So 
just you know, it's unprecedented. That's like a more sophisticated way of saying it's weird. And you listen to me. <laughs> if I say it's weird, you say so what? If it's unprecedented. So, ooh. Um, you're right. But that's his that's his case that he made. He like let's see if I can find this lashon. Leimatzinu. Leimatzinu shnei brachas de samchi adadi. It's un it's unfound, it's unprecedented. So the so the Magen of Ram says like this. In the Shivas Haminim, which includes pretzels and cookies, by the way, in the Shivas Haminim where uh, Alamichi is deraisa, possibly you make a you make a deraisa. So if tomorrow you go and you take a couple pretzels without a bracha, and then you remember, whoops, and you go like the Ramah, and you make a mezaynus after eating it, you will make an alamichi immediately following your mezaynus. Straight. Unless you go like the Mishaburah, in which case you wouldn't have made a Baruch Hashem, you would just make a Baruch Hashem. But if you go like the Mangan of Ram and the Ramah, and I'm telling you, you're a good Jew if you go like the Mangan of Ram and the, and the Ramah, you will make on a Suffolk Dairaisa two Baruchs and a Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. If it's an apple, like our case, or a cup of water, where the Baruch Hashem is only Drabbanon, you will not... Make a bracha achrena. Like, so his rayish lugged up. So if you're Rashi and the Rush and the Rabbi Nachanano, you think Ravina's gone. The Rajba says, yeah, we didn't buy his raya, but we still buy his halacha. Right, but the first, far, the first farah was was much stronger. Yeah, yeah. yeah the the Rajba says no one shall get the Ravina. Ravina's a basra. Ravina knew that. I, I I know what you said. I still say this. You may not even like my raya, but I still say it. And therefore, the Raja, again, the Raja does Yachin. Sabs are more possible like him. But there's, yeah, plenty of Rishayim say not like him. What's his man on this? Meaning, once you make the Raja, then you can't eat the Raja anymore? Yeah, yes. So, so eating more. So, again, if you have more food, which is, by the way, how a lot of Rishayim learn the Sugya, for me and you, I should have spoken to that. Thank you. For me and you, when we're not in a car or on a plane or on a field trip, there's a very simple solution to all of this. Sorry, you're right. The very simple solution. If you're home and you ate the apple, instead of doing what I just said a minute ago, making a bracha right after bracha, go to the fridge, take out another piece of fruit, make the eights on it. This way you're yait aladeis. If you're the rajba, so you're making the bracha after the first food. If you're not the rajba, at least you're making the bracha before another food, and then you can make the bracha like a match. I'm sorry, you're 100% correct. If you have more of the same or something else of that bracha, you could definitely fix the situation by making a bracha on that food. I'm sorry, you're right. And then, unless you're on that field trip and the energy broke, and then see then, then see, see before. <laughs> no, but what's this, like, how long do you have? I assume it's the same share of any bracha. Could they ah, equal? Right. I don't think it doesn't sound. There's you think if you make a hefsik, so it's like a hefsik between the bracha and the food. I don't think we say it this way. I don't. That's a good point. I don't. I don't think so. But no. So if you pass them like drama, you owe you owe both. No, but I'm saying on, on the... So you're, right saying, you're saying, why don't you do the bracha No, because the bracha achreina on an apple is less important than the bracha because Baruch Hashem is a Savik Daraisa, because A, we have, a, we have one Makar Memchasa base for Baruch Hashem Daraisa, B, you have the Pnei Yeshua, that all Baruch Hashem is because of the Svara or Daraisa, Baruch Hashem and apples for sure, they're abundant. So a Baruch Hashem and apples is more important than a Baruch Hashem. We'll come out. Okay, let's chazer.